And currently in the Roanoke area, we have uh, 27 degrees now in Roanoke. In Lynchburg, it's 27 degrees. And then on the south side, it's 24 degrees this morning. So, cool. Yeah, very, very Ch- cool. Chilly. You're gonna get. You're gonna need that scraper. I needed the scraper this morning. I needed it. Uh, yeah, yesterday and today. I always know when it's cold because uh, Winston, one of my little dogs, will go all the way to the bottom of the the bed under the covers. Like I completely lose him. So when I lose him all together, I know that we're like you know really burrowing in, and that's what he did this morning. So oh, I was wow. like, uh oh. I don't know oh, about well. that. So you've got a story. I was reading. A, we're talking a, about off the air. I was reading a, a thing by Dwayne Yancey of Cardinal News about uh, good. If you're not familiar with Cardinal News, by the way, read it. You should be read it. Dwayne's a, a great journalist. He, he's a true he, journalist. He, I would say, and he he does a he does a lot of work every day. I mean, the guy writes a lot of good stuff. He mm-hmm. and, and he's very just the facts ma'am kind of guy yeah uh but the chairs of the general assembly of the two agricultural committees are from arlington and fairfax and you know 100 years ago they had farms there now they don't have very many if any farms they don't show up in the farm census and what i what i like about this article is that you need to read it all the way to the bottom. He talks about, you know, about losing dairy farms of two a week in Virginia and some other stuff and how important that is. But at the bottom, he's at the, the last sentence is this, but we all like to eat. Mm. So if you, you think about things, everything originates from a farm, just about everything originates from a farm. Right. Uh, in Virginia, it's very important. Uh, but, uh, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, you need to read all different sorts of journalism. I mean, local journalism is not as prevalent as it used to be. The Cardinal News covers mostly Southwest Virginia news and 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 well done. Uh, but Dwayne works very hard and, and I very much enjoy uh, reading Cardinal News every day. Yeah. And get an email from them and they, they, they tell you what's important from other uh news sources as well so they they point you in the right directions what that noise is you're hearing right now that i need to turn off Uh, no it's my computer is it yours okay um but it's interesting that um the reason our, our local journalists like you talk about are so important is because they really are in touch with the things that matter to the people who live in the community that's that they exactly serve. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Um, but there are not so many of them anymore, especially at newspapers. I mean, when you think about it, the Roanoke paper is printed in Lynchburg. Lynchburg has the big printing plant now. Uh, the Lynchburg paper is printed there. Uh, and the Amherst paper and all these papers are printed by, it, by the same entity. Right. And they don't have very many journalists anymore i mean you very rarely would see a local story maybe until friday or saturday uh, that happened tuesday or wednesday so mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a tough situation to be in i know but but the cardinal news is only online they don't print anything up they send you a newsletter every day and it, right it's worth signing up for and it's worth supporting well and this particular story that you're you're talking about um you know we're losing our farms right too many of them too many farms and alarming rates and it's it's always been hard to be a farmer 
um, now it's harder than ever. But it occurs in Southside and Southwest Virginia. It doesn't occur up in Northern Virginia. They don't have an idea of what's going on. I mean, think about it. No, the, they just the, think they go to the store and it just shows up. The Tobacco you know. Commission is made up of folks from Southern Virginia, and but the people who who are in leadership. Uh, entities on these committees are not from rural areas they don't grow tobacco they don't have dairy farms anymore there are hardly any farms up there loudon county talks more about data centers as as wayne points out in his articles than they do about dairy farms and and that's you know that's that's virginia used to be an agricultural it's changing but like Dwayne Yancey said at the bottom of his article. But it doesn't need to change. We no. have got to be able to feed ourselves. A country that cannot feed itself is not a free country, and period. It, and it doesn't need to be corporate entities. It needs right. to be small business farmers. We need to take care of our local farmers. You need to know your local farmers. You need to make sure that they're taken care of. Because if it hits the fan, and it probably will hit the fan, um, you, we've got to be sustainable in that way. Well, I remember Victory Gardens still being absolutely in backyards from World War II. So, and and we have a lot of, of nations now um, that are keeping their food for themselves. That's right. That's We're, right. You know, or they're in a war torn area where they used to ship food, and now they're not shipping food like Ukraine. Right. Ukraine um, was a big grain wheat and and corn a big grain provider there is a a food sustainability index is what it's called yep. and it's based on you know food waste ag practices uh nutritional measures that kind of thing well and the other thing that faces virginia uh farmers is the you know are the requirements the the you know the environmental requirements they're tough they're very tough and when you but they're tough for all the wrong reasons they're, they're charging you a bigger tax on the diesel you have to use in your tractor and they, they're saying <laughs> you need to buy an electric tractor that's not necessarily the case yeah it's it, it's all it's crazy um there is a list of top 10 countries who are sustainable and and they they you know they do well in being able to feed their people and they yeah. have good practices uh america's not on that list no america's not uh france is number one netherlands canada finland japan but, but denmark even, czech republic sweden austria hungary but even the farmers in denmark and france have been going on strike so hmm. it's an interesting situation it, it is but it's it's one that we we need to be mindful of of course i always encourage people to you know shop local shop local and and grow if you have a place to to grow you know pull up some of those flower beds and plant some food uh in there we need you know we need to be able to do that we do that sustainable living show that's why we do it there's a lot of people empower people downtown lynchburg that are growing things in their tomatoes and things other things I, in their I front live, yards i live downtown i had a rooftop garden when i when i lived on court street I, you'd be amazed i grew all the food i needed as a, a single woman uh and you can grow them in pots yeah i mean i had i had tomatoes cucumbers green beans peppers uh, you know lots of things all that i yeah all that i want all my herbs and things uh but you were talking about you know they're trying to get farmers to go to electronic tractors and and things like that uh the house and senate struck down the uh the biden ev charger rule 
Uh, have you followed this story at all? Well, you know, you you got to get to get that. You have to have coal and oil firing your your electric plant. Well, plant, so. but for this one though, um, in order for them to even go there, they had to waive the Buy America requirements. Right. Uh, no. Come on. That's the thing, you know. And and it wasn't. It was closer than it should be. Two hundred nine to one ninety eight. Uh, they reversed the president's actions <clears throat> with Jerry Golden of Maine and Donald Davis of North Carolina. There you go. There you go. <clears throat> Probably a rural <laughs> yep. fellow there. Well, when you think about it, though, you know, who has interest in, in China? Yes. Yeah, we all know who has interest in, in China. Uh, one, the Republican chair from New York said, I voted to overturn Joe Biden's pro-communist China rule that would undermine American businesses that have made significant investments in this whole EV manufacturing thing. Uh, Biden's waiver of the Buy America requirements empower our foreign adversaries like communist China by pouring hard-earned taxpayer dollars into foreign markets, which this administration has done from the get-go. <clears throat> and and with the support of many many republican and democratic lawmakers right yes uh the vote thursday comes two months after the senate passed the resolution authored by rubio and introduced in july uh, rubio's joint resolution would overturn uh the president's waiver of buy american requirements for ev chargers uh, I'm, I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that they're doing this. Uh, I'm sure they'll try something else. And you, you know, that part of the reason he's pushing this thing is because China has bought and paid for this man. I really well, do believe that, and I'm not a conspiracy person, but I swear I believe it's true. And not, they're not just <laughs> helping to support Joe Biden. They're helping to support a lot of other folks in power. Uh, in in positions that uh, of power, I mean, you know, and this is this has become an a, a issue for a lot of people in this country that care about this country. Uh, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people that care about Joe Biden, and and they're going to say you're wrong. But the situation is, you've got so many lawmakers who are, depend on donations to make it uh, to the next election. So, I mean. Uh, they yeah. they rarely kick people out, even though they've started kicking people out. They rarely kick people out with, uh, you know, with with other interests. And and it's like all this stuff going on with Trump. I can't wait to see what happens to other real estate investors and folks who have big real estate entities in New York to see what happens to them, if anything. Because I have a feeling that she's that the attorney general from New York is getting a lot of. Uh, uh, donations from a lot of these guys now, and she's not going to be able to, to um, you know, force her hand with them as she has with Trump. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Mm. Not that I'm a Trump supporter, I'm not that at all. Believe me. Well, I you know, I, I, and I'm I'm not either. And then, of course, you know, going back to the whole Chinese thing, uh, there have been numerous uh, places that are talking about how. The whole Chinese thing, uh, they have faked that whole uh, 
EV narrative well, over there. It's like even Forbes talked about it. It's it's like the situation on the border. It's all been about you know we'll just let it happen and see what goes on. I mean, while telling the American it's public not that that it's we have it secure. under control. Right, exactly. Hey, we'll be back and we'll have some more Friday funnies for you to try to balance we, out. We your need Friday. to laugh it up a little bit. A yeah. little bit, yeah. Uh, Jeff Taylor sitting in for Mark Lamb. I'm Janet Rose. Thanks oh, for joining oh, us. Oh. <laughs> toast we'll bring the jam with janet and mark on the virginia talk radio network the morning jam with janet and mark i'm also in a good place in my life uh, i'm celebrating my two-year wedding anniversary two-year wedding anniversary right i married my emergency contact it was time fellas you get to a certain age you gotta upgrade your emergency contact my mama go to bed too early <laughs> my mama lay down the sun still out like mama why are you going to bed you boy you better call me tomorrow bye you better pray about it get off my phone bye you know i gotta work in the morning like mom the sun is still out i don't care and uh shout out to the single people if you're single make some noise single people Cool. Two. two of y'all, loud and lonely. We don't want to be broke and lonely, jeez. It's like a good time, you better pick one. Outside, outside too expensive to be single. <laughs> a family-sized box of Captain Crunch in LA is almost $10. You trying to do that and rent? You better pick one, don't do both of them. No, but I feel like when you get married, nobody tell you nothing too, because this thing, single people never get jealous of married people. Because married people, they fake like they happy. Like, you ever ask a married person what it's like being married? It started being an explanation, and then it turned into a cry for help real fast. It get real awkward real fast. I asked this guy, I was like, yo, what it's like being married? He was like, woo, hey, <laughs> take your time, okay? <laughs> woo, you better have all the fun you can, okay? You, you better wait on God. Don't do like I did, okay? <laughs> Marriage is work. I'm like, ooh, because my question is, I need no work or construction work. I'm not putting on a tool belt to go home. And this is the funny part. I was like, yo, do you, I said, uh, you can always tell if somebody happily married, all you gotta do is ask the guy how long he been married. Cause he gonna give you a sound and then the answer. The sound tell you everything you need to know about his marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey man, how long you been married? He was like, ah, woo, um, <laughs> bruh, ah, <laughs> about six months, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You can't, ah, six months, that was June, ah. Yes, you can, because the first year sometimes is the hardest. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know, but anybody who thinks marriage isn't work is delusional. Well, it's, it I've is. been married 40 years. This Congratulations. This is my sixth or seventh marriage. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I kid all the time. I've been married before, uh -huh. and uh, I had a daughter. Yeah, beautiful. That I took care of, that, mm -hmm. that she lived with me. Uh, she's now, she'll be 50 in a few weeks. Yeah. So, you know. Hard to believe. Hard. It's hard. Well, my grandkids are 21, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, 40 years, that's a, that's, that's a good run, my friend. 
a very good run. Yep. No, uh, but it is work. Uh, marriage is is work, and and I think in a good way. Um, I'm I'm very happily married, but uh, yeah, not forever. But he is right. You can tell a lot by the first. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Been, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Been married. Uh, been married ten. Feels like twenty. But you know. well, you know, you better you better remember your anniversary. <laughs> so there That's is that. another thing. Even even and when the first year, you better remember every month the first year. You know. <laughs> After you have kids, it's like, oh, this is my son johnny he's four dad i'm four and a half right exactly you know, yeah a little bit like that uh, so i had a listener send this to me yeah. earlier in the week uh if you own a business you you this is something you definitely want to be aware of uh it was a, a letter that she received from uh this was this one was from bank of the james but i thought it was it was very interesting uh this is how the the letter reads It says, uh, Bank of the James strives to keep our customers informed of future actions that could affect the way you do business. If you're currently registered at the Secretary of State where your business was formed, beginning January 1st of this year, companies are required to report information to the U.S. government about who ultimately owns and controls them. What? Yeah, this is the this is because, you know, if if you have a little thing in your contract that you've gotten finances from outside the country, they want to know where it came from. I, interesting, especially in light of what's going on, especially with the family it, of this current administration. But especially if it comes from a Mexican cartel, mm. that that's who that's who this is pointed at. Which. Do they honestly think the people doing this thing, this type of thing, is going to follow through with any well, of this? No. Just, just like the the federal government wanted to know of any transaction over eight hundred dollars that you made. That's ridiculous. You know, in this day and age, when you pay a, a energy bill or something, right. it, it could be that high. It doesn't take much. So, for you and your business, this means you will be required to submit your company's information to the FINCEN website on or after January 1 in order for the bank to continue to support your banking needs. This information will include identification of your 25% or greater owners, identification of those individuals who have substantial control over the business, Identification of a company applicant and information on the company itself. Failure to do so may result in civil or criminal penalties. Please note these new requirements are from the federal government, not from the Bank of the James. We have to abide by them. The Financial Crimes Enforcement Network is a division of the U.S. Treasury whose mission is to safeguard against the financial system from illicit use, combat money, money laundering, and his related crimes, including terrorism, to promote national security through the strategic use of financial authorities, and the collection, analysis, and dissemination of financial intelligence. So basically, if you have a business, you're going to have to go well, and... and it's, Go to this website. I wonder how many businesses are aware of this. Not, not just business. Think about the supervisor in Charlotte County, the Charlotte County Board Chairman, 
who's under indictment now for for perjury because he didn't want anybody knowing his business you know and that's mm-hmm. the reason a lot of people you know I, I know i had friends that would not secret election to municipal uh or local government because of those very reasons because they had to fill out this they said it's none of their business i had um well oh santa's getting a call um I had um, I had somebody who wanted me to apply to work for dispatch nine one one yeah um, and they sent me the information on that the information you had to share just to apply that's right for that I wouldn't do it I'm like I, I have a greater sense of privacy than that but not that any of us i mean so much of our information is out there but if you if you run for a city council or county board of supervisors you have to you have to supply a lot of information on what stocks you own and what companies you're invested in and that sort of thing and 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 i get that and yet we still have senators and congressmen who literally came in without a penny who now are ridiculously millionaires millionaires because of the stuff that they're doing so i don't know but if you have a small business you need to be aware of this um you can go to gov forward slash boi and you can get the the information just to make sure you're compliant i would talk to my financial um uh, advisors yes sooner rather than later that's correct Yeah. yeah all right we've got your uh your local headlines your regional headlines coming up with wdbj7 cbs news all ahead here this morning on the morning jam uh jeff taylor sitting in for the vacationing mark lamb great to be here mm-hmm Morning Jam forecast brought to you by VTRN meteorologist Matt Ferguson. Good Friday morning. We have a strong cold front moving into the region. Increasing amounts of cloud cover today. Breezy with highs in the low 50s. For this afternoon and evening, rain heavy at times. Possibly a thunderstorm. Windy overnight. It's partly sunny Saturday. Chilly and breezy with highs in the 40s. I'm VTRN meteorologist Matt Ferguson. And currently in uh, Roanoke, back up to 30 degrees now this morning. Lynchburg, 27. And in Danville, uh, it's 27 degrees this morning. I just want to say one word. Snow? Snow? Uh, (laughs) And then people are going to freak out. Yeah. So last week, because it was Saturday that they were calling for it. And a that possibility. Was a possibility. And he said there was going to be no measurable snow. Right. But nothing significant. The, the snow word was, the S word was used. It was. And so we had said on the show earlier in the week, guys, do not fall for this. This is, this is not, chances are this is not going to happen. Just everybody calm down. So uh, at this point, this is like right kind of at the the peak of when i was getting sick and like the worst symptoms and i i didn't feel like cooking or anything like that and my husband had to go to the grocery store oh wow after work oh no so mark is sharp he's he knows his stuff so. <laughs> he does but it's six o'clock and he said now 
fortunately, I'm married to a good-natured man. Yes. Thank God. A wonderful guy. He is a wonderful guy, but he's taken a picture, and it looks like Black Friday. I mean, the lines are unbelievable. He is like, what is going on? Well, at this point, he's punchy. He's worked 12 hours. He's in this line. People are freaking out, buying yeah. all this food for something that's not going to happen. Well, they're still they're going to be eating it next weekend too. Right, so. exactly, with a bunch of stale bread and milk that's gone out of date. Yeah. Um, and so he said, at one point, I just got, I just got tickled, and I just started laughing. And he said, a couple of those people got really upset with him. Yeah, because he was just laughing, going, "Guys, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's going to be like." 50 yeah tomorrow absolutely that's the point nothing that you can't it's going to be wet but that's going to be it but that's but that's going to be it and it was wet i can i'll tell you what but you know i trust matt ferguson matt ferguson he's a a good meteorologist i'm going to give you the not matt ferguson forecast zero (laughs) to 85 inches saturday or sunday or monday maybe but probably not happening at all so be sure to stock up on all necessities immediately and prepare for Snowpocalypse. I can't even say it anymore. Snowpocalypse. 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 Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. Or a beautiful <laughs> weekend. Either one is possible. So, I mean, you know, it's winter. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we're going to get winter weather. And that could be a variety of things. And, and uh, you know, I don't know. I, I look outside. Charles Middleton used to have a weather wedge. He ha- he was ha- he hung in his tree. He had hanging in his tree. There, there were things cut off of stairs. He would go to construction sites and get these pieces of wood that were that were triangles, and he would sell them at, at uh, flea markets and, and different things. But it said, if it's raining, it's wet. If it's <laughs> right. bl- moving around, the wind is blowing. Weather, weather yeah. rock. Yeah, you need like the weather, weather rock. rock. Yeah, if it's covered with snow it's, it's, or ice, it's snowy or icy. Or, it was just, just kind of a funny, humorous thing. It was what he called his, you know, his weather wedge. And, um, yeah, it's, it is true, though. Weather rock is much, much more accurate most days. And because we're, of where we are at the foot of the mountains, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more difficult to, to predict. predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and and as you know, because we've done a lot of events together. Oh, yes. A lot of <laughs> events back in the day. And, uh, and we did them all down. They were all downtown. Yep. And we got to a point where we, we knew when the weather was going to hit and when it wasn't, you know, depending on oh, where absolutely. it was coming from. Uh, yeah. it, if, it, if it came out of Boonesboro, yep. if it was coming out of Boonesboro, it wouldn't hit us. It would, it would come to Fifth Street. It would go to Amherst every time. Across the river. It would, it, it would go across the river, it, and we would not be impacted. If it was coming out of Forest, Katie bar the door. Yep. I mean that that's just that's just the way it was. And if it came out of the east, if it mm. came up the river, we knew it was going to be bad. It was going to be bad, right? Um, but we did get to a point where you know you could kind of kind of predict that in the in the area where you are. But it, weather's always a little bit tricky for sure. Uh, so some some new things coming out about um, Hunter Biden, the artist. Have you oh, seen wow. Have you seen his art? Yes, I have seen. I, his. I'm using air quotes here no let me tell you what let me tell you what you know there are folks in lynchburg that can paint and draw oh yeah much better than hunter biden much better much better and i will tell i don't know if you've seen uh i don't want to put their name with hunter biden so i'm not going to so you're not going to say it 
but there are plenty of folks out there whose artwork is just absolutely amazing amazing his uh his artwork came came up this week in uh in the in the testimonies on tuesday hunter biden's new york city art dealer testified that the president's son knew that his sugar brother lawyer was the top buyer of his paintings contradicting the white house's previously cited ethics plan to conceal his patrons identities amazing amazing according to the readout not but not shocking nobody's surprised by it we would be surprised if it was otherwise according to the uh, deposition the house oversight committee george burgess who owns george's george burgess art gallery in manhattan revealed he never worked with the white house on such an ethics pact and that hunter biden knew full well who bought 70 percent of his artwork so basically it's laundering where did, where did that money come from i wonder well, it came from his sugar brother lawyer. Where did that? Well, money where did from? that money come from? Yeah, uh, Washington Post administration officials helped craft an agreement under which purchases of Hunter Biden's artwork, which was listed at prices as high as a half a million, mm. ridiculous. I should be so lucky. You well, should be so. Lucky. Well, yeah, will be kept confidential from even the artist himself in an attempt to avoid ethical issues that could arise as a presidential family member tries to sell a product with highly subjective value. <laughs> oh, that sound does that sound like somebody else we know? <laughs> a little bit. Sound like some buildings of highly subjective, subjective value. Right. The agreement was cited by then White House uh, Secretary Jen Jen Psaki, who now hosts her uh, her liberal opinion show on msnbc um of those purchases burgess has said hunter was aware of the most lucrative being from kevin morris mm. the hollywood lawyer dubbed hunter's sugar brother you know you know the one the one that's been seen you know snorting with him on the balcony yep that guy um he uh due to his financial support help writing a book lending a private jet to the, to hunter so, in other words, pretending to be Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, eight hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars worth of artwork in a January twenty twenty-three deal. Hmm. Burgess has testified that Morris only paid forty percent commission, and the lawyer worked with Hunter to figure out the financial implications. He admitted to never having done an art deal like that before. Wow. <laughs> you think? So it's amazing what you can get from your kindergarten artwork, so save it. Oh, my word. It's just, it's ridiculous. Just when you think, you can't make this stuff up. Nope. You really can't. But, and you know, this this happens to a lot, a lot of different uh, lawmakers. Mm. They're deeply involved in these schemes. Mm-hmm. I have to laugh at the guy who just got booted out of the house of representatives who made more money in one day than he makes in one year on his off, off what is it called only fans is that the name what's oh the yeah name of that thing is that the name of that what's the name of uh, we gotta, he used cameo only fans is something else oh, cameo okay he used cameo okay he so, might use only fans too but that's for some other stuff okay so he's a gambler can be cameo only fans 
You you don't know what that is, do you? Of course I don't. Okay, that's a a site. It's a subscription based. It's a subscription based site that adult entertainment. There we go. That's a good way to put it. Okay. So I think the cameo thing is like hi. So you're just risking your marriage. Cameo (laughs) cameo is the thing where hi, I'm George, and I want to make fun of you on your birthday, or I want to do a like you want to do the birthday shout outs for celebrities. Like, it's actually yeah. kind of funny to go on there and see who's priced what and what celebrities are on there. Yeah, yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I have heard of that because they'll they'll do a personalized thing for you. Because I my cousin was trying to get that for me on my birthday with Miranda Lambert, well, not Miranda yeah. Lambert, um, Miranda Hart, the comedian. Because I love her, and yeah. she wasn't available uh, during my birthday. So it's like was, our friend Taylor did for her mother. She got Don Johnson to do a birthday greeting for her. She just loves John Don Johnson. Okay. So and it she just was over the moon. It was it's a video worth watching on on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Because her mom was so excited that mom Don was Johnson. so excited. They they videotaped her showing it on her birthday party. So oh wow. Oh well, great. I mean that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know um, it's expensive though, but you know five six hundred dollars for. Wow, for somebody to, to a do minute, a little talk shout a minute, out. Yeah, do wow. a shout out. Ginger Z does them. It's nice work if you can get it. She does them for a lot of people. Do that. Go to go see to now. Cameo. I got to go look it up. Yeah, go look it up and see what you can. So, get. how long is it going to be before they just start doing the AI fakes of that stuff? It's, it's already started. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm it's sure. already started. Uh, there is a new ad. We were talking earlier in the the week about Joe Rogan. Yeah, um, it's yeah. a real problem with them using his voice and stuff to do fake products and commercials and things like that. And Aaron Rodgers is having the same issue. And, and so is Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, a new ad featuring uh, Taylor offering a giveaway of high-end cookware. Not the real deal. Uh, it's for the French cookware, La Cruzet. The, yeah, 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 yeah. But somebody bought a bunch of it at discount. and Featuring a likeness yeah. of Swift and a fake version of her voice with the images of the company's cookware to promote a giveaway. Hey, you all, it's Taylor Swift here, the voice says. Due to a packaging error, we can't sell 3,000 cookware sets, so I'm giving away for my loyal fans for free. Of course, that's not the case. Hey, you got five bucks, you could do, or 90 bucks, you can do Mark McGrath. Yeah. Okay, Sugar Ray. Yeah. All right. I'll have to go. Yeah. All right. I'm going to look those up. We got to go to break and then we'll back. Uh, so far, I'm not really interested in any of those people, but but maybe we'll take a look and we'll come back and talk about it. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Anybody here see the noise, see the fear and commotion? I think we missed it. All right, so I'm looking through the whole whole Cameo.com, which is where celebrities will like, do a personalized video for you. 
I didn't know I was on there. Uh, Twice. There's two of them. You would be so much better, oh, too. I tell you what. They've got a Santa's little helper, too. Look at this. No, they've got three, four, five. Well, they do have like a kids section, which might be fun. But I've been looking through the um, actors. Hold on. Kenny G for three seventy five. Oh, wow. How about that? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still so disgusting. I just put Santa in, and this is what popped up. So, Oh, dear. <laughs> Santa's little helper. Santa baby. All right. Uh, I really haven't seen anybody that I would want to. Although Loretta Swit's on there. That's kind of cool. Larry Wilcox, 50 bucks. Elmo. He'll do one for you. Elmo. Elmo. Now, that's a, that has on to there. be an AI thing right there. It looks like a cartoon. That it, 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 yeah, it has to be an AI thing if it's a cartoon. I would think so. But, I mean, there's some interesting people on here that, you know, maybe it'd be Harvey worth Harvey is on here. 50 bucks or 150 I know bucks. some celebrities. Steve like, Harvey's so busy, I can't imagine he would have time to even uh, do that. The I mean, big celebrities will do it for, like, a one-off for charity. Tom Brigant, uh what is it? I don't remember. Bregan, Bregerin, uh, Bergeron, of Dancing with Bergeron, the Stars and Bergeron, yeah, yeah, the Dancing with the Stars guy, yeah. Apparently he'll he'll do it. I mean, I don't know. I think it would be fun if it was somebody that somebody's really excited about, like you were talking about, um, Don Johnson. They were. You yeah. said she was thrilled. Yeah to get that so so steve harvey is on cameo but he's temporarily unavailable right there's a lot of that or right, you've got a caller here to, towards the end of the show good morning you're on the morning jam hi who's this good morning janet this is john hi john. I, uh, I was listening to you guys this morning and you were talking about the uh stars you can get to do a something for yeah. you yeah myself about three or four years ago got the uh, doctor from star trek voyager i think his name's robert picardo uh-huh and he uh he gave a personalized message uh, video, and I was like, it, it was a surprise for my birthday, because I'm a Star Trek fan. Okay. Almost. And uh, it was really cool. Again, the actor was really nice. I mean, as far as he, he did it, he, he did it very well. Like, my whole life story coming out of his mouth, which was so cool. Oh, but okay. I, again, being a Star Trek nut, I loved it. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I could see how that would be a really special memory. That's cool. Memory. That's, that's great. Just wanted to pass along a real way what happened with us. And yeah. you guys have a great weekend. You too. You have a great weekend. Well, I mean, I'm a huge MASH fan. So to have Klinger or Hot Lips to oh, do wow. something like that, I mean, yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. So I can see why that's a thing for sure. Um, so a couple of uh, offbeat stories here as we wrap up this uh, Friday edition. Um, do you remember when when you think of the gum that your mom pulled out of her purse when you were a kid what what are those those gums that you think about when you were a, a kid usually uh, a mint like spearmint or yeah. peppermint or I was wrigley's a, my grandma it was like the tea berry oh wow remember the tea berry yeah. gum yeah my grandmother used to have the licorice gum yeah. And the clove gum. She liked the clove gum. Mm-hmm. She was a smoker. That's why she liked the clove gum. Well, uh, so the tea berry, I remember. I also remember being a kid, the fruit stripe gum. Right. Because remember, it had tattoos. You, you, the papers. You, then you nut, could, fruit you stripe You could lick gum. the paper. Yeah, and, and stick the tattoo and, on your arm. On your arm. Uh, the childhood favorite is soon going to be just a memory. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. The fruit strike gum is being discontinued. Oh, wow. That's well, it's I, sad. Somebody will have to buy it. We'll find it at um, Cracker Barrel. 
Yeah. Because they have all those old candies. Right. This is a uh, 1960s nostalgic candy, well-known for its iconic rainbow packaging, the cartoon zebra named Yipes, and flavor that disappeared five seconds after you, like, started chewing it. That's what I also remember. T-Berry was kind of like that, too. Yep. Um, A piece of my childhood just died, one user wrote on Reddit. It's true. It's the wildest three-second ride your taste buds ever knew. Well, yeah, and then remember Pop Rocks? Sure. Oh, yeah. I remember Pop Rocks really, really well. And uh, Razzle. Yep, yep. First it's a candy, then it's a gum. Yeah, I remember all that. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of sad when things like that go away. I remember the cigarette candies. Oh, yeah. The fake lips, the little little wax lips. The Nico's type candies the neko wafers yeah, yeah. different well the, the other the cigarettes were the same yeah material and, and you had a, just enough of the powder stuff on there right that you could like puff you know do that yep. they probably don't make those anymore uh and bubblegum cigars yeah they, oh gosh i used to love those yeah yeah there were bubblegum cigars you could you know pretend like all that and then the dip thing where you had the sugar stick that you would stick right. down into the powder liquid remember liquid mm-hmm. uh pixie sticks where you could like inhale sugar coated right s- stuff right into your lungs oh, directly yeah. oh yeah yeah and then Lick-a-maid, you made pixie sticks what, what was all if that you stuff? were lucky you, uh sometimes you would get the giant one right you know for easter or maybe christmas that, and then you could really like lose your breath. Oh yeah, when oh you yeah. Were, when you but were... that was all just Jello with sugar in it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they still make chiclets. Probably. I still get jawbreakers. Yep, jawbreakers, fireballs, all those things. Interesting. Have you ever? Are you a Coke or a Pepsi guy? Me. Yeah. Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper. I'm a Coca. If I'm going to have a soda, I'll have a, a Coca Cola. Uh, have you ever found a Coca Cola bottle with a yellow cap? No. Well, never seen one. If you see one, according to People, the switch, which occurs during a short period in spring, uh, happens because of Passover. A yellow cap signifies the recipe is kosher. Oh wow! Didn't That's know cool. that. Did not know that. Business insider uploaded a video uh pointing out the ingredients on the label and the change between the red and the yellow cap i didn't know that red cap coca-cola is considered kosher for most of the year but it becomes but because it contains corn syrup it fails to be considered so during passover wow to make sure those observing passover can still enjoy a coke they swap out the corn syrup for sugar although the mexican coca-cola always has pure cane sugar and not corn syrup so we do you know that for a fact yeah it's advertised on the well i'm assuming the advertising is true on the bottom but bottle but that's what it says that uh it's true (coughs) i I guarantee you it's true from the heart of my bottom (laughs) whatever you say whatever you say Uh, i just gotten to the point where i don't believe a lot of the stuff I see on oh the packaging because uh, they maneuver just the packaging it so the, the the advertising as well yeah yeah I get that I get it all right well guys we've had a great Friday with you um, look forward to spending Monday 
I want everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Monday is a, is a holiday, I believe, isn't it? I think so. But we'll be here anyway. Yeah, but we will be here. All right, guys. Have a great day. Uh, I will say uh, make it a great day. A great weekend. Yes, indeed. And we'll be back here on Monday. Thanks for listening Thank to you, the Jane. Morning Jam. Thank you, Jeff.